Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast, the podcast about all things travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, or what to pack for your next trip. I'm Kristen, and I'm the host and ringleader for today, and tagging along are my co-hosts, Lee and Zen. Hey-ho. Hello. You need to stop saying hey-ho. <laughs> I, I hear it differently. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Anyway. Oh my god! <laughs> now I know what you say. I know you didn't mean it like that. It was a very you know Disney dwarf reference. So it's oh all my good. god, that's, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> so we're feeling goofy again today, and we wanted to have a little fun considering the craziness that is 2020. So we're looked to the past to come up with some ideas, and remembered that we did a podcast a few months ago on questionable reviews. Um, that one was fun. So we thought it would be great to do um, another one of those on this lazy Friday when we record these podcasts. So for those of you that missed it or don't remember the format, it's where we find reviews like this one on Yelp. Um, this was the Vatican City review by Nikolai R. Didn't see the Pope. Lost my favorite pen going through security. Adam and God is underwhelming. Smells weird. end. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So um, we really should just follow Nikolai for more reviews. He should write a book. (laughs) But uh, before we get into some of these newer reviews, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals. And we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Okay, well, there are so many funny reviews, we couldn't cover them just like last time. So, Yelp is a goldmine for funny reviews if you want to take a look. But in the meantime, we had to limit the field. So last time we did reviews on things found around Paris. So today we decided to go to a different destination, and I look forward to seeing um, British humor. So we are going to limit everything that we can find in London. So my first location is um, the British Museum. I got two short ones. Okay. Okay. First short one um this is this is written by t-s t-e-a which is seems to be very appropriate um and she i think it's a she um from anaheim california yeah (laughs) it says thieves effing dirty english biscuit smelling jackasses (laughs) gosh take it down a notch there anaheim (laughs) i hope the queen doesn't last she's probably (gasps) shooting dust america isn't the best neither is the uk what does this have to do with the british museum and then the second one is matthew t wrote boring a lot of broken pot came to kill a couple of hours but only filled 20 minutes only saving grace, the toilet facilities were excellent. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> hey, as somebody who has like traveled to places where the toilet facilities aren't excellent, sometimes that can be a great selling point. There are some gas totally. stations. <laughs> you know totally. I mean, you- sometimes you go to places knowing that you'll be able to go to the bathroom there. So that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So, well, maybe they should look into market, marketing that one. Yeah. Well, sure. you know what? 
I actually remember the bathrooms not being that particularly nice. That's so funny. Wow. See, everyone's like standards are so different. <laughs> That's what makes the reviews so good. Well, then, you know, May Day is right there. May Day 2073 also had some thoughts about the British Museum. And uh, they went on to say, I did not find the British Museum the most exciting. I had the visit the first time I visited London a few years ago. And then again, a few weeks ago, a friend took me back to see it. Still the same. I was not (laughs) and neither were they. I found the museum to be a bit dark and boring and full of, well, if you've seen one of them, you've seen them all type of collections. It's the British Museum. So I expected to see more British work. Not former the former empire nicked at stuff. How many Egyptian pieces in a museum can you stand in a lake? Oh gosh! Oh poor May Day twenty seven. Bless their heart. Like just because the museum is located in Britain doesn't mean they're just going to focus on the Brits. (laughs) Seen their stuff. They want to see other stuff. Isn't that the Victoria and Albert Museum? If you want to see British. History, I like to go to the Victoria and Albert Museum versus the uh, British Museum. I I don't know. That's amazing. You, probably, you, you might want to get in touch with Mayday and give them like a little nudge. Oh, my God. Well, this one, I think, kind of fits in with these um, like iconic um, London destinations. This was a one-star review from Jay-Z um, on Westminster <laughs> Abbey. The Jay-Z? I don't think so. It's it's not J-A-Y. It's just J. Okay. And then a Z. <laughs> um, and this was also, it says it was an updated review. So um, it must have gone downhill because you can't go lower than a one. So Jay-Z Ooh. on the Westminster Abbey says, I'm the lone wolf that will give this one star. The Abbey is massive, ornate, overblown, and a bit douchey. Architecture, I don't know how an abbey can be douchey, but this one is. Architecture is awesome. Walking over gravestones is amusing, especially Stephen Hawking's. If this is truly a church, is this what God really intended? Millions of dollars slash British pounds of wasted, wasted on these monuments. I suppose that poor people that are church members appreciate it. Wasn't Jesus a pauper? Didn't he destroy a temple that was extravagant like the abbey? Oh, and they have CCTV everywhere taking pictures of you, but you cannot take photos inside. How ironic. Oh, he was my. very disgruntled, with it, or she, with their Westminster Abbey experience. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love Westminster Abbey, but not everyone, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I think I think what's hard is the way these places get updated sometimes. Um, like you do, exp- I mean, Westminster Abbey's like, you know, from like the year 1000 or something like that. And then when you have like, you have to pay all this money to go in. I don't know. I think some people feel entitled, like it should be like, you know, free. Yeah. Cultural humanity. Um, and they get disgruntled by the crowds and stuff like that. But I don't know how an Abbey can be douchey. I wish that they would have elaborated on that part. How sad. So, yeah. So you know, that one. I mean, do you feel, I mean, when you hear these types of reviews and people go out to them and it's just like, do they, do you feel like they're not doing their research or they're just, I, I guess what it is, is like, oh, I'm going to go here because everyone goes there, but don't do any research to understand what they're going to see. 
good question. So, so much I want to say, so much, but you know, uh, I, you know, I think a late night trip to, I don't know, like a Walmart in Arkansas on a Sunday night would give you a really <laughs> of humanity. That's um, true. And I will say Ooh. that not to dig on them, but because I've experienced that. So, I mean, never sure. underestimate the, the, the spectrum of humanity that is out there. Clue yeah. was not evenly distributed among all members. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, too... Um, there are certain cities and places that you just hear about your whole life that are so iconic and blow you away that it can be disenchanting for some people, um, especially to put into context of like how much we get to travel now and how much we get to see that people didn't have before and like the reasons that these places have these reputations that they do. And so I think... Um, some people are just expecting a different level of awe factor or something, I guess. You I know, know, I got it. So like my experiences with this is like, I got, I, I'm going to mention two really quickly. I got a friend um, and you guys know who this person is, but I don't want to name her because then they'll know who this person is possibly. But she has gone on a, one of her friends or actually family members is very well known for traveling a lot. And I think I mentioned this before. And everyone's like, oh, he's a wizard in traveling, et cetera, et cetera. He's always out there. He's always he's always taking multiple trips to Europe. He knows everything. So she went, and she's a big traveler, my friend. And she went with her friend, I mean, her family member, and ended up this, this person only takes pictures in front of things, but he actually doesn't go in them. So, like, he has multiple pictures in front of the Colosseum in Rome but has never entered the Colosseum to see what's in there. Oh, that's a waste of money. You know, there's nothing in there. They're just trying to take your money. I'm, I'm half of that accord. I'm, I'm actually okay with that because that's me half the time. Well, I have, but, but this, but he doesn't, he's never gone into anything. But I think and that's okay sometimes. Just to have your picture taken in front of like museums. Well, you were there. <laughs> okay. Well, it depends. A museum, you have to go in and see those, but like, these structures like the Coliseum and Westminster Abbey and things like that. I mean, to me in the end, it was like when I went in the Coliseum, okay, it was exactly what I imagined it was from the outside. It's exactly like all the pictures I've seen in the movies. Like what, what did I gain from going in? Um, only if, I mean, it depends if how much history and energy and affiliation you feel with these places. But I just like, I don't need to go into every single monument. Huh. I mean, I, I I get it for things like the um like like um the Eiffel Tower. Okay, it's a tower. You get to see um you sure. get to see France. But like even things with the Colosseum is just like they used to they used to float boats in the Colosseum and they used to have ship they re would recreate battles and to see the intricate labyrinth underneath where the floor used to be, because that's what there's no floor there anymore. I think all I think that's really interesting to actually see in person to see how all that mm -hmm. stuff was lined up. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends. And you know what? For people when I was like looking up reviews, one of the biggest complaints, even people who gave Westminster Abbey five stars, one of their biggest complaints is how they can't take pictures inside. And I think that goes for a lot of places, especially churches and stuff. Uh -huh. People are obsessed with taking pictures of everything and it's like 
why? How often do you look at those again? And like Westminster Abbey, you can see the inside of it anytime you want on your phone. There are pictures of it. You can remember it. I think that taking pictures of every inch of everything is so overrated. So some people need to calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have another another Abbey now that we've gotten this off. Oh, okay. Okay. So I have Abbey Road. Okay. A different kind of Abbey. A different type of Abbey. So if you don't know about Abbey Road, Abbey Road is, um, well, first of all, actually, it's a Beatles album. It's their 11th Beatle album. And if you've ever seen this album, it's very iconic. It's got the Beatles walking across the street in a crosswalk. And the reason why, um, apparently, I think the EMI Studios in London was very nearby there. And it's famous because, now, the British have different terms for things than us in the United States, they call their trucks lorries, they call their elevators lifts, and they call crosswalks zebra crossings um, because they had the stripes, right? Right, right, right. So this leads me into my review. Disappointed in the lack of zebras. <laughs> I was told to check out the zebra crossing at Abbey Road while I was in London, but didn't see any. Hmm. They thought it was actually weird zebras, the animals, walked across the street. Perhaps you need to come to n- at night to see them. There were lots of people there looking for them, but didn't see a single <laughs> one. I recommend London Zoo as Regent's Park over Abbey Road for, for zebras. <laughs> if I was expecting zebras, I would be really disappointed, too. Because <laughs> they've got all these crosswalks that keep the zebras safe. So yeah. why are they crossing where they need to? oh well then i will i I will meet you on that one because you know there was one folk uh one of the reviews i looked at was from greg k and he was reviewing platform nine and three quarters which for all of the harry potter fans Mm -hmm. will know that that's where you catch the mysterious train that will take you up or the hogwarts express which takes you to hogwarts well Greg K was not happy because he says, first of all, no one even got into wand battles at platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> Second of all, this was at 8 p.m. at night and people have places to go. So let's get this going. Um, wow. So, yeah. So poor Greg hanging out, you know, in the station and not one darn wand battle. What's a man to do? Well, did he try to instigate any wand battles? I mean, maybe this is on him. You know what? That's, that's you know, <laughs> tour, while many times we do encourage tourists to kind of experience, you know, as a local, you're right. I think, you know, he could have, he should have stepped up and busted yeah. out his wand. I mean, <laughs> half of London's tourists, anyways. So he was, you know, fitting right in. He could have started it. He could have invited someone, you know, yeah. hey. or at least like tried casting a spell or something. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's funny is one of the things I looked up was also a Harry Potter. Um, esque. This review was actually for. Apparently, they do a tour for Muggles, so it's a Harry Potter tour. Um, and this guy, he didn't really have anything bad to say. He actually was gave it five stars and had a great review. But I just thought he had an entertaining um, way of putting it. So, Jason D, his five star review of the tour for Muggles says, "So here I am in London with my wife of twenty seven years. Yep, twenty seven years. She loves Harry Potter, and I love her. So I went." Luke Lestrange was our guide. I got to be honest, I was just hoping I would not be too bored as my wife enjoyed herself. I loved it. His enthusiasm was contagious. Luke got others involved early on. The two and a half hours flew by and I loved it. 
So if you are a, if you have a Harry Potter fan in your group, go ahead, take one for the team. I promise you will enjoy it. Or just keep being an old fart and don't take them. It's on you. Ain't nobody paying me to get you there. <laughs> I thought that was nice. That is nice. Good for him for like owning it and, yeah. taking, one for, and taking one for his partner. Exactly. And it was a good time in the end. Two and a half hours, though. That sounds long for a, like a walking tour. They must have a lot to show. Oh, no. I, I used to lead like four hour walking tours in Boston. Really? But, yeah. Four hours? Yeah. But I mean, I had like up to 60 students and just, yeah. I mean, okay. just trying to get them to cross the road. Like, when, <laughs> yeah, we didn't have super crossings. So. Oh, did you man. Have test with us, Kristen? I can't remember now. Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm remembering it now. Okay. <laughs> the it's Boston like- ones, yeah. Yeah, Lee has some really funny stories. So if you haven't had a chance, you got to go listen to our Boston uh, podcast where Lee tells us, reveals all. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I th- Am I up? Uh, up? Yeah, I think we kind of went out of order. I threw in that Harry Potter one, but go for it. Okay. I like Harry Potter. I, yeah. I think- all right. So um, this one is a long one, but I'll try to read quick. This is on Buckingham Palace, and if you don't know about Buckingham Palace, it is in London. It is the residence, the London residence uh, and administrative headquarters of the monarch of the United Kingdom, and that would be Queen Elizabeth. So, This one was written, it's actually three paragraphs long, by Jim B. from Buffalo, New York. For some reason, all these funny reviews all come from Americans, it feels like. But um, clearly nothing I can say will or should dissuade you um, from visiting the Queen's Manor. Um, And long live her, might I add, behind the truth at all, is that Buckingham Palace is, well, boring. Simply it's the most (laughs) recognizable building in the world. I think it's rather dull. Perhaps you're waiting out in front of the palace now, waiting to see if Prince Harry goes streaking past the quad to the gymnasium. (laughs) <laughs> or if Elton John will randomly break out into song and dance and bouts bulimia. Oh, my God. <laughs> but um, the odds are none of these things will happen. Instead, <laughs> oh, yeah. by a, to a short, once-a-day changing of the guard ceremony that is lackluster in general and never seems to start on time, and the privilege of staring at the palace's pointless facade from 300 yards to... <laughs> And he translates as 273.42 meters. Wait, like you're at Disney Magic Kingdom, viewing the castle from Beauty and the Beast, and initially and initially being impressed but by its but its size and grandeur, but eventually realizing it's only a small model meant to appear large, and therefore actually is less significant than you expected and you lose interest. On the positive note, however, are those guards. You see, Bugs Bunny led us all to believe. (laughs) (laughs) I love that they're included. They're they're marrying both Bugs Bunny and Disney in one thing. Yeah. Pop culture in general, right? We got Elton John. (laughs) We got um, Prince Harry. Um, You won't see (laughs) Prince Harry anymore. He's in LA now. (laughs) Yeah. What's he doing here? Weren't they going to be Canadians for a while? Yeah, they gave that up real fast. So, um, uh, you're going to have to tell us that story. Anyways, Bugs Bunny led us all to believe that they can't move or talk no matter what you do. It is not true. I dare you to cross the line and approach one of them. 
better yet, watch some unexpected tourists that wasn't smart enough to read the review approach them and discover that those British chaps wearing the uh, chaps will plant their boot so far up your behind that you'll taste nothing but horse hair and beef wellington for the next fortnight. Whoa. God save the queen. <laughs> Wow, that was intense. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like that he actually wrote it and supported all of his pieces of evidence with evidence and uh, and his opinions. Yes, yeah, it was a real thesis there. <laughs> so I actually, I'm like going out of turn, but I found this really short one on Buckingham Palace too, um, where it's it sounds like they had a similar experience and they simply said, boring wouldn't let us in even though it was cold and rainy outside the guards <laughs> couldn't smile for a second the queen refused to open the door or even wave at the window <laughs> i also don't think people people don't realize the queen is not often at buckingham palace she has estates all over that she spends a lot of time at too and i don't think she spends her days wanting to say hi to the throngs of people always waiting outside <laughs> for her either now she's got all those corgis to walk. Yeah, exactly. She's in the backyard walking the corgis. Well, Buckingham Palace is only open for a few months during right. the year. And it's when she's not there, right? It's when they specifically open it. Yeah, I think it's <clears throat> it's her... Um, She doesn't spend summers there. Right, she summers at uh, Sandringham, I believe? Or is that where she goes for Christmas? And summers at Balmoral in Scotland. One of those. Um, but she summers in another palace. Yeah. So it's only open for two or three months during the summer. The rest of the year, it's like she lives there, you know? And it's like a combination of, like, the the White House and Congress all mixed into one. She lives <laughs> there, and they do business there. It's not like – it's a, it's an official building, you know? So it's so funny that they think you can waltz in and hang out, hang out with the queen and have some tea. Yeah. And, you know, I think I mentioned this before, but if anyone watches The Crown, um, the Netflix show, they actually do an episode that explains when and why they even opened Buckingham Palace open, like, for for people to visit. Because it used to be completely off limits, and they did it for, like, political reasons and to up their... um, uh, their publicity and their popularity and like making them feel more accessible to the public. Like the queen was initially really against that. So it was pretty interesting. Which queen? This particular queen? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay, I wasn't, I was wondering. Yeah. Sorry, the crown is solely about her life and her, her time as queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we have any more? Well, when I went to London years ago, I absolutely wanted to see the Tower of London. I mean, for so many reasons. Mm, sure I mean, the crown jewels are there. I mean, it's got a rich history. I mean, it's got a dark history. You get to see, you know, all the beef eaters and stuff. Um, right. But apparently, Michael S. in Chicago was not a fan. <laughs> and he did. And, and then, truth be told, he did his research. He knew that the Tower of London, you know, had a rich history. But he went to the Tower of London um, earlier this year. And he says, I uh, went to the Tower of London, didn't get beheaded. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Pretty, the buildings are pretty cool, though. Um, so, yeah, so he liked the buildings. But, yeah, the fact that there was no beheadings, including his own, was, was a bummer. Did he have a death wish? I don't know. Or maybe he just wanted one of his, like, friends, maybe. 
Wait, how many uh, stars did he give? One? He actually gave it two, like, on oh, Yelp. Okay. He actually gave it two stars, um, <laughs> even though he said that 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Now, I'm guessing that's for the beheading thing. Now, for the yeah. record, Michael did go before COVID, so uh, maybe now he would be more sympathetic to the lack of beheading because, you know, bloodborne pathogens and, you know, masks oh, and stuff. Oh, no. Nice. Did he mention anything about the jewels? Because Tower of London's where they keep the crown jewels, right? A number of other people remarked about the jewels. Yes, okay. and they are there. And people were kind of a little, um, a little uh, upset because you, when you see the jewels, you are actually on a people mover. And so some people were upset that you couldn't like stop and look at them longer and things like that. And others like, it's just jewels. And it's like, like, yeah, you don't get to try them on. Uh, (laughs) Right. (laughs) Once again, you can't sit on the queen's lap. You can't pet the corgis and try on the crown jewels. Um, Perspective people. So, yeah. I don't think they realize how miserable that experience would be without a people mover. Do you know how many crowds would just be stuck around like one case that you would never get to see? Oh, yeah, because they're already crowding around, like, the other stuff around there, like the iron and the other torture devices. So if they're going to spend a lot of time around the stuff that, you know, made people miserable, you can only imagine how much time they're going to spend looking at lots of sparkly things. Right. So, Um, yeah. There's a, actually, uh, there's the, um, talking about thrones, did you hear the story about Queen Elizabeth? Which one? There's lots. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. Game of Thrones, and uh, when Queen Elizabeth uh, visited the set. Do do you know the story? Okay. Queen Elizabeth apparently uh, in 2015 or 2014 actually um, visited the Game of Thrones TV set. And they said, oh, would you like to sit in the throne? And she refused to sit in the throne. And apparently... It's because that she's not allowed to. Um, she cannot sit in any throne except her own, apparently, according to tradition. Even so a even, fake throne? Yep. So she uh. even took it so far. It's like an act of transgression if she sits on the throne. Not. Uh, not- I could see that, I guess. I guess that makes sense. It's almost like she's abdicating her own. Yeah, yeah. So she actually refused to sit on the throne because she's uh, she will not do that. I mean, because huh. Kitchen says she's not allowed to do it. Look at um, that. It, and apparently it's oh, maybe it's not a law, but it's more of a tradition. So anyways. Because then point. everybody's gonna want to see the Game of Thrones throne more. Not only because of that, but it's like Elizabeth sat here. You know, yeah. mover. <laughs> but they'll never be able to get a shot done. True. Um, did, did you see um The Last Emperor? Yes. No. no. The, Okay, so the the movie The Last Emperor talks about the Last Emperor of China, and I actually got to go see the see uh, the Forbidden Palace, Forbidden City. I forget what it's called right now. Sorry. Um, right after the movie was filmed, and at that point, you could actually walk up to the throne and sit in it. Still, wow! But right, wow. And, because but in the movie. The emperor is you know, taken off, and the thing is, he becomes commoner. And at the very end of the film, he sneaks in. He goes into the forbidden palace city, and he um, he sneaks in and he sits down on the throne that he used to sit in as a child. 
And because of that, all the tourists started doing the same thing. And then after, like, soon afterwards, they actually had to corn off the throne. So, <laughs> because yeah. of people. That's why we can't have nice things. Exactly. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. So I found what's really popular is Serial Killer Cafe. And it was a cafe that basically just serves cereal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the the pictures of the place, it's just like the walls are just lined with different cereal boxes and stuff. Well, unfortunately, there's a lot of bad reviews <laughs> of this place. Um, so I found a pretty lengthy review from Shana W., who gave it two stars. And says that she left this place with a stomach full of disappointment and Cinnabon cereal. Which, if by the end of this review you still feel compelled to go to this place, I highly recommend. So Cinnabon cereal is okay. The service here was the absolute worst. It took an hour to get served. Which, if I had ordered filet mignon, I'd be okay with. But no, I ordered a bowl of cereal. And not even a bowl of cereal and milk because the milk was served on the side. How does it take that long to put cereal in a bowl? I wasn't alone in this. The people around me were experiencing the same slow service I was and were all equally confused as to what could be going on. Then I had to go to the bathroom, as one does from time to time, and was met with a roll of soggy toilet paper and water all over the floor. It was nauseating. While trying to pay and leave to finally let one of the parties waiting way too long in line at a table, our waitress was MIA. We had to flag her down ourselves and hand her the money. The only reason I'm giving this place two stars and not one is because the cereal was tasty, but it was not worth it for the price or for the amount of time that was shed off my life clock waiting for these people to put cereal in a bowl in any kind of timely manner. Not worth it. Just go to Sainsbury's. Less time, less money, dry toilet paper. <laughs> so, all around bad experience for Shayna. It sounds like a great idea, though, of that uh, little restaurant, I guess, if that's what you can call it. Mm-hmm. As long as you put the cereal and milk into the same bowl? Yeah, and do it timely. And do In it a timely, timely manner. Yeah. Wow. Well, I had one more, and it was uh, for those who have been to London, or even if you've seen pictures, they have the London Eye, which is that huge, mm. to call it a Ferris wheel is, you know, it's such a, a thing to, like, dumb it down, but, you know, <laughs> imagine, if you will, a, I mean, it is, it's it's huge. Yeah. I want to say it was, wasn't it debuted either for the Olympics or the World Fair or something like that? Or, like, uh-huh. Y2K. And, and that's it, it was it was, like, it was for the year 2000, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's—I mean—it's huge. It's beautiful. But once again, you're getting on a ride. Mm -hmm. And so um, Kylie J, who hails from Australia, earlier this year, pre-COVID, said, "I don't understand." She says, "Yes, it was a miserable rainy day, but still, I fail to see why people would want to pay for this attraction. Is there really no commentary? If you're not from London and there's no commentary, maybe a map would be good to know what we're looking at. It's like, (laughs) but it's." Then look at a map. Like, yeah. Out of city. Yeah. So it, it, it's really, I was just like, oh, how disappointing. Poor thing. Yeah. But I do have to say, like, a little bit in her defense, I love when you have, like, vistas and there are the placards that show you oh, yeah. exactly what the, what you're seeing. Like, which the, like, 
rooftops are and things like that. It's pretty cool. That's what well, and, and I'm directionally works. challenged. So yeah. So yeah. before and they're like, okay, if your feet are facing this way, this is what you're seeing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. otherwise take a picture and look it up later. The maps exist. It's a city. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, okay. Well, that was fun. So we're going to have to look for more cities in the future and get some more good reviews. Um, but for now, thanks to listener for tuning in. If you want more, then check out our Facebook or Instagram social media pages where you can find photos of our adventures around the world, interesting articles, and more. Did you like our reviews? You didn't like our reviews? Let us know and check uh, check out our social media and let us know and put some of the things that you found as well. How, until then, meet us in Paris as the University of California, Irvine. Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for the professional courses. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.